Everywhere you look, you see what you're looking for. Everywhere you look, you see what you're looking for. It's a Ram Das quote, um, who's like a, I don't know, he's a spiritual teacher um, type person. Um, I'm amazing. Uh, sorry, I'm kind of downplaying him. He's he's absolutely incredible. If you want to uh, learn more about this stuff, but it's a mantra that I've just been playing over and over in my head. Wherever, everywhere you look, you see what you're looking for, and um, it has all oh, like these. Honestly, these mantras that I've been playing in my head from scripture or from kind of you know ancient teacher type people that I've kind of just picked up along the way they're really changing my perspective um and funny Jordan was asking me um today you know how, like what my meditation practice looks like because he really struggles to you know sit and concentrate and um, we actually, he actually brought me through his meditation journal where he kind of tried to meditate but sat and wrote down everything that came into his head and it was hilarious and I, I mean I, there's a lot of people ask like ask me that when I talk about meditation you know they say oh I just can't sit still and I can't um, focus and I, I I still think meditation is one of the best practices for um, awakening your mind and re re relieving yourself from from fears and anxieties and worries and things that hold us back from living a really free life. Um, so I'm not uh, I'm not downplaying it at all. I, I think Jordan, you should push through. I know you'll be listening. Push through, buddy. You got this. Um, but but the w one thing I I kind of said to him was that you know th like it's not actually you don't actually need to sorry uh mindfulness practice it's not all about um just sitting and meditating that's the it's not the only thing that you can do and for people that are restless or find it um particularly hard there's there are other ways to do it and one of the ways that i've found incredibly helpful and Sorry, that's my car. Incredibly helpful, and and to the extent where they've actually changed the way I see and experience the world, are these mantras. Um, and yeah, yeah, like I pick them up from books or from scripture or um, even just from podcasts of listening to people who are, who are on this kind of wavelength. And um, yeah, anyway, this one. Everywhere you look, you see what you're looking for. It's bowled me for six. I listened to it with Katie on a road trip uh, two weeks ago. We were up surfing in, in the northern beaches in Sydney, and we were listening to this on the way home, and it was hilarious because he repeated it so many times, and we couldn't actually remember the phrase um, when we got home. But um, we've both just been talking about it quite a lot, about how it's really just impacted us, and... Um, I guess what I've gotten from it is that I guess it, it's, it probably impacts di different people in different ways but for me anyway if this is useful for anyone 
I've recognized, I guess it's made me aware of what I'm looking for in life. Um, and, and it's me, it's me, I guess in particular, it's made me aware of my perspectives on life. And I think I've been guilty, you know, before I left for Australia, I was very apathetic of Belfast and Northern Ireland. And I think it, a lot of it was an immaturity in me just, but, but also a very real need to get out and escape and, and try something new. Um, and it's very easy to do that when you live in a country that rains 364 and a half days a year and is cold a lot of the time and overcast gray days are your, are your standard days. <laughs> um, and I guess it, it, it gives you grit and makes you tough, but it's also pretty hard sometimes. And it's very easy to look at the downsides of that um, because we, our world typically says that sunny days are good and rainy days are bad. But I guess on reflection of this, on this um, like mantra that I've just been working through and through um, day on day, I've started to really just pull out the beauty in things rather than um, look at the obvious, like look at the immediately obvious. I went for a run the other morning and it was grey skies, it was raining, it was cold. And I am even smiling thinking about that run. It was amazing. Like when I walked out the door, I mean, I wasn't even meditating or anything beforehand. wasn't even thinking about this phrase. It's, I guess it's just the effect of having thought about it over the past few weeks. Um, I got out, felt the rain in my face and th just was so grateful for it. It just, it felt amazing. <laughs> um, like there is something pleasant about it. You need to dig deep for it sometimes, but there's something really pleasant about, about rain in your face. And then I started running and I was running a lot faster than I normally would when I, when I start off and I was just really enjoying that push of energy. You know, I, I knew that I had to kind of push through the first part to kind of get in and warm up. Um, and then I got down to the beach and it was just grey everywhere and I just saw all the different shades of grey and the beauty of that and and the mystery of it and kind of the poeticness of it. I don't really know how to describe it. Like I, I'm terrible at words and, and kind of explaining it. But wherever you look, you see what you're looking for. If you're looking for love in everything which is is kind of the base it's the basis of my belief in in life like you know like my my core core deepest belief in everything is that love love underlies everything and we just need to we just need to open our eyes and, and see it and if we want if we want to live lives that are free and hopeful and loving and and kind then we have to look for those things in everything um and it's very it's so easy to be judgmental upon everything um especially when we're tired or life's beating us up a bit but actually i'm i'm realizing that the best defense against that is actually to just have an attitude of of um, gratefulness and and see yeah seeing good and everything and it's I mean even saying that I feel almost like a hypocrite because this time last year when I was 
down in the dumps, I just, I remember saying to myself, I can't see the beauty in things. I can't, like, I cannot see it. Um, but honestly, I, I actually, I don't think it was this weird, uh, I feel like mental health gets this weird taboo where it's, it's really hard to talk about it because people don't quite know where it comes from. I know exactly where that came from. It came from watching too much TV, um, being too engaged in a digital world and removed from the real world where I actually forgot to see the beauty in the most simple of things. Um, I don't think our forefathers had this issue. Um, maybe they had it in their own ways. You know, I guess the ego always finds a way to complain, but um, it, it was like cause and effect you know it was straight up cause and effect and i had lot i had totally lost connection with it and as a result i was not a very happy person um now i i'm looking for love like i'm that sounds so weird i'm looking for love in in every scenario you know and it comes in the form of hope it comes in the form of a feeling of freedom um it comes in the form of truth and actually using truth to break down fears of people and break down lies that that um people's subconscious or myself my my own subconscious are believing about myself that are um kind of projecting this negative view of the world on me and i just i think for those of us that can see it we have a responsibility for the people or to the people around us the people that we love and the people that we don't love all around us we just have a responsibility to to point it out to them to you know to to be that light that kind of like shows people where the hope is and and where the good is um and i mean i, I i'm not trying to give any kind of impression that i'm brilliant at it and there'd be days go by that I wouldn't do it at all but um, I, I think I'm, I'm just I'm realizing that the more you do that uh, the more fulfilling life is and um, the more we actually remove our, ourselves from the picture you know a lot of the time a lot of the time we are so focused on who we are in this in this bigger picture that we actually we create such an inflated idea of ourself that we're not able to see what's actually going on and um see the beauty in the world and um yeah so everywhere you look you see what you're looking for what are you looking for if you're looking for fear, if you're looking for doubts, if you're looking for something to complain about, then that's what you'll get. And the ego loves that, but um, it doesn't. It doesn't add up to a very fulfilling life. It doesn't give you very much joy or hope or or peace. It always just gives you something to worry about. And I'm just not interested in that anymore. I'm I'm just trying to latch on to the things that are good and that are true and um I feel like I'm kind of on this mission to actually just break down all the all the lies that I've come to believe and 
um, really just step into a much more freer version of myself that isn't scared of the truth of things because I guess when you really see things for what they are they can they can actually be really beautiful even some of the most painful things that life threw at us um, can be so beautiful there's like there's an amazing quote in Troy um, the movie probably one of the only quotable quotes from that movie where actually I can't even quote it because I don't know it exactly but paraphrasing Troy says the gods envy our mortality um, there's 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 actually some beauty in the finiteness is that a word of our lives that that they end you know so like even when we're losing loved ones you know or you know like some of the hardest experiences that that we can face as humans there there's actually still a beauty to be found in those things and um if it was if it was infinite then it'd be quite hard to appreciate our time with them or or our time at all you know i think like the the finite reality of of our lives actually has a real beauty in it um that actually brings me on to the next thing that i've been meditating on which is this idea of death and and how it is actually the root fear of of all fears and if i can if i can understand my relationship with death then i i wonder if that house of cards just comes tumbling down anyway i'll leave that for another podcast that's that's way too heavy for a monday night but um yeah that's me here i got a microphone by the way i hope you noticed the sound quality change um i felt i was being it got to 28 episodes or something and i thought it's probably about time i get a microphone um oh also just before i go if you listen to this can you please email me or something and just like say hello because i have no idea who listens to this about a hundred people listen to this thing and you do you get no data from the platforms that it's on like i lit all i know is that number um i'd love to know who you are and say hello peace